This episode is brought to you by TickPick, where smart fans buy and sell tickets. Check out TickPick for the best ticket prices for your next game, concert, or event, and use promo code PODCAST to save 10 bucks off any order over $49. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K dot com. Promo code PODCAST. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Welcome Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little week four recap here. And Jeff, I don't know about you, but I know absolutely nothing about fantasy football anymore or about football in general. I, I, don't, even, I don't even know where to start on this one. I'm, I'm lost, I think, now. I'll just tell everybody that. <laughs> I'm with you. Just when you think you're getting good at fantasy football, it goes and just throws you a curveball. I've never seen so many people I was sure were going to struggle in a week yep. just blow completely up to like the highest point outing I've seen them do in the past couple of years. I mean, we, we could go into it. We'll get into all of them. But, I mean, right off the top, I think Cam Newton heard me talking shit about him because he just went <laughs> just bananas and threw it to everyone, including Funches, who I'm always <laughs> down on. So I think I just I'm just gonna have to wear this one as a crown of shame for the week because uh, he definitely I threw mean, me wrong. Carolina has been. I mean, I guess they're three and one now, which is still crazy. But Newton's been terrible. They go on the road at New England. You're not expecting anything out of this. The guy throws for 316 yards, three touchdowns, and then he runs one in and has 44 yards rushing, which is always what made him viable for as a fantasy option. And I still don't think that's back, but if he had that's this is it's just crazy. It's crazy. I mean, the the Patriots probably are the team you're going to want to face the most if you have an offensive player now. Patriots defense is just terrible. Yeah, they can't stop anyone. It's mind-blowing. I don't get it. Funches seven for seventy with two touchdowns. I mean, we've brought up Funches has been talked about a lot on our podcast, mainly in a joking manner because the guy's just never gotten it done. But look at this. I mean, this was with Benjamin out there who caught a hunt for 104 yards. So, I mean, I'm starting to think this was a this was a you know fact that they played the Patriots now, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah, I mean, I would like to. I don't know if I'd like to, but I have to look at this as a, a fluky thing just by the other games that they played, obviously, already this year. Uh, Funch is 7 for 70 with two touchdowns. Uh, Benjamin, 4 for 104 yards, even though I thought he was, I thought he was, you know, hurt or hobbled. And then, like you said, Newton just, just insane, doing everything possible, including running. Once again, eight, eight rushes for 44 yards. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I never thought that I would say that, in the game against Brady, Newton was the guy that got it done. It, it's just, it's crazy. And then even on the New England side, I mean, Brady didn't have a terrible game, 370 yards, two touchdowns. So he still is fine for fantasy purposes. No, completely solid. Yeah. But, and Hogan gets another touchdown. Another one. I mean, I, I don't know. My, my guy, maybe that's a thing. Not letting me down. I give him that. Yeah. I'd say maybe that's just, and then, but Brandy cooks did his thing three for 38. That's what, that's why we, that's why we hesitate on Brandon Cooks. We'll put him much higher than we normally would this week. I think we bought into it a little too much last week because we know these weeks are coming from him, the three for 38s. Just, it's hard to rank him up yeah. there like we did. It's up and down. And, and the thing that I found the most interesting was, is Deion Lewis going to push Gillisley now? Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, Gillisley went another game without a without a touchdown, so he went 12 for 49. Um, and he did have – they did give him the ball at the one-yard line, and he couldn't get it in late in the game. So it, that's scary for owners such as myself. I do have him on one of my teams. And if he can't punch it in, you know, his his stock plummets. And if Deion Lewis can get it done, you know, 4 for 18 with a touchdown, you know, it's just one more reason for New England to kind of, you know – screw with people because they'll use anyone and and then yeah james white caught 10 passes only got 40 some yards out of it so if you're in ppr he did great if you're in standard he didn't do too much but that's what they're going to be like but how about the offensive juggernaut (laughs) he (laughs) this was unreal 57 points how did i mean i know they had let's see here how many were defensive scoring well only 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 seven were from the defensive side of the ball it's just unreal oh yeah um and the other guy that i really want to talk about after cam newton was definitely watson i mean i mean he's it was weird you know it wasn't jokingly i we actually were talking about how he's gonna possibly turn into a streaming quarterback do i expect this every time no i mean this was ridiculous he had five touchdowns 280 (laughs) yards i mean he he did pretty well he ran another one in um, four touchdowns throwing, though, and two of them, which is very interesting, to Will Fuller, who finally got yeah. off the injured reserve list, came back in and immediately pays dividends. I mean, only four catches for 35 yards, but two for a touchdown. I mean, if if he can get a rapport with Watson really, really quick, I mean, this guy is going to be, obviously, if if he's not already, um, he's going to be a big add this waiver this waiver week. Yeah, and then Hopkins, 10 for 107 in a touchdown, so he's looking like a number one receiver again. And then Lamar Miller, 25.1 points in standard off of 75 rushing yards. He had 56 receiving yards and a touchdown in both, receiving and rushing, which you don't expect 25 points from Lamar Miller. That's hasn't happened very often. No, I mean, the guy, I give the guy his props. What me is I, I talked enough you know, dirt about him because he, he usually comes up low. But he did wonderful today, and uh, I mean he killed it in, in in both areas. And having the you know dual touchdowns, one catching, one one rushing is unbelievable. So I mean there's there's nothing you can say about the Texans that you know negative today. I mean even their defense went completely off, um, which was awesome. <laughs> Just completely stopped I mean, Murray and Henry. Oh my, yeah, I mean yeah, Mariota. Besides for the rushing touchdown, I mean he even got injured. Like they were just shutting everyone down and then and turning it into pay dirt. Yeah, it's just I, – I'm, I'm just interested to see if this keeps going with Watson. I mean, maybe this is a find. He, I mean, in one of our main leagues, he's actually, I think he's still out there in the waiver wire, so he's going to be snatched up in most people's leagues this week. He should be rostered at this point. It's – without a doubt, he should be on a roster, it looks like, if you're going to have this kind of potential. Yeah, I mean, at least – I mean, at least throw him on your bench to figure out yep. what you know what he's capable of. It's very hard for someone to break into the a starting quarterback position really in fantasy because you know half the league is taken up with like guaranteed players. You know, you're talking about the Brady's and Rodgers, and then the other half, you know, it's it's very difficult. So you you know, will he always do this? No, probably not. Will he have some really low games? You know, absolutely. But if you're in a position where you're streaming. He should. He's definitely got to be on, you know, near the top of your list now, because if you can pair him, you know, with the matchups that you think are going to be good, which, 
Uh, I don't know. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to take a look and see exactly why we think he's doing well against the last two teams he played. But um, I don't know. It's really exciting, and I think he's gonna be sought after because he's so young and people and because people don't know. So it's gonna add like a level of cost when you try to get him off of the waivers because people are gonna look at that as untapped potential instead of like someone like Dalton who also also went off um, compared to him where you you've seen him do this you know once in a while, but you know that it's not an every week thing where... And then, I'm just looking at the running back list right now. Top three running backs for this week in standard scoring. Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott. So actually, one thing we do realize, we do know, I guess, about fantasy football. Those top three are the top three right now. Then Hunt tomorrow, maybe he'll jump in the top four. So actually, there's one. that's the one thing, I guess, we know is we can rank the top running backs. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's very true. The, the unfortunate part of that is, you know, just to bring it up, is the Delvin Cook news. Oh, not, yeah. not for sure, but it looked really, really bad. And the, the guess out there right now is that he's probably out for the season after looking yeah. so incredibly good. Um, so one guy that was climbing up the boards very, very quickly um, looks like he might have the, the end of his season come abruptly. And... Um, I don't know. What do you think about the uh, the waiver situation behind him about McKinnon and and Murray? I mean, they're, they're, I think Murray should be added at this point, just to see. I think he's going to be the main back. I mean, we've had we've seen McKinnon. He's he just hasn't been able to ever get it done. I think they're going to give, but he's he feels like he's been getting more work than Murray. So it's hard to say. I I just I'd I'd go after Murray and see if maybe there's something there. But, I mean, in, actually, yeah, he did have seven carries today. Murray did McKinnon's two. So I think it's definitely McMurray is the ad there. And he won't be at his cook, but, I mean, he, he was he was a fine player in Oakland. So he maybe, he, you know, he could definitely be valuable. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think it's really going to be how many how many goal line carries can, can they get him because I think that's where he could still yield quite a few points. Other than that, I think it's going to be a grind him out back. So if yep. he plays in the red zone, he's – you know, probably a, you know, a flex position guy. If, you know, if they struggle there with him, you know, I think he might be relegated to your bench, but he's definitely the guy that you want to pick up in order to find out. You know what I mean? And then how about the Jets running backs? <laughs> they okay. just went nuts. <laughs> what is this? Seriously, this week is like an alternate reality. <laughs> Both of them go just crazy. I think what uh, Powell had over 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, 163. 163. And then McGuire almost had 100 with a touchdown. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what to think. It's like my mind is just overheating at the moment. They were both boosted by big carries. McGuire had a 69-yard run. Powell had the 75-yard run where he fell down and everyone thought he was down and he wasn't. Just got up and kept going. But still, even without that, he had, he would have had about twenty. His other twenty carries for were for about ninety, which is still something. In McGuire, he had ten for ninety three. Yeah, you take that away, it's still he still was doing something. Which, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm still I'm staying away. McGuire's people are going to pick up McGuire this week, but got to think he's still behind Powell, and Forte's still going to be coming back in a couple weeks. So it's just it's, and it's the Jets, right? I mean. I just don't expect much from McGuire. I mean, we've talked about him a little bit too. It's just maybe there's going to be a, you know, opportunity there, but it's still, it's the jets and they're not any good despite getting what well, they got the win today. I think so. <laughs> no, they did get so, the win. 
And I guess uh, the Jaguars team that's been kind of Shopping doing down. all right, once again, uh, a guy that did well and came back down to earth, which I assume many of the guys we already talked about today are going to do the same thing next week. But Bortles, um, just terrible once again. <laughs> so if you had any any thought that he was going to uh, kind of bring it back up and you thought you could stream him, I, I think this one kind of puts it to uh, to rest. I don't think I would ever trust Bortles. Fournette, though, he's able to get his points. It's it's not a high yard Fournette. for carry, but it's he gets carries, he gets yards, he gets touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, they're going to give him, I mean, as long as he stays healthy, they're going to give him probably 20 rushes a game. So he got 24 today with four receptions, and one of those receptions went for a touchdown. So that was obviously huge. Another great game for him. I mean, he had 20 points in standard scoring. Um, so, I mean, Fournette looks insanely safe and he looks like a very safe option for a, a top 10 if not a top five running back at the end of the year some other random ones jd mckissick just tonight for seattle he had 38 yards rushing in a touchdown he caught one pass for 27 yards in a touchdown so that puts him in standard scoring eighth running back this week and oh that's just again ridiculous and this is something that definitely won't sustain itself i don't i don't think but <laughs> I mean, he's playing the. I can't say for sure. It's Seattle. <laughs> what is happening? Like today is the. It's insane. And and to uh, to give you a little more props too, I know Seattle went off for forty six points against a terrible Indianapolis team, and I did rank Wilson quite high this time around because of that matchup. But he looked good once again. I mean, he he did it. You know, late in the game, but another two touchdowns and another one running. Um, would uh, you know these both of these guys Newton and Wilson, which we thought were going to run a little bit less this season, you know, um, getting it done today. So who knows if they can still have a little juice in their legs, you know, their their fantasy stock will you know definitely increase a bit. Once again, I, I think this one is kind of a you put this one inside of a bubble because they're going against Indianapolis. But you know, it's good to see Wilson uh, be so efficient with 21 of 26, almost 300 yards with two TDs. He did a two interceptions, but. And it looks like Chris Carson went out with an injury and didn't didn't look very good. So it looks like his run already is over for, with Seattle. So what are you going to do there? I mean, maybe they are going to use McKissick. Maybe it's going to be Eddie Lacy. I mean, I think Eddie Lacy, as long as he's healthy, I think he's going to be the consistent one. I think they're, you know, like today, I, I think this is probably what you're going to get out of him. I don't think he's going to be a big-time scorer by any means, but he had 11 rushes for 52 yards. I mean, maybe he'll get a touchdown here and there. But it feels like they keep looking for that other guy, and, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know too much about McKissick to be honest. And there's so many guys there at the running back crew. Um, but if Carson really is done for a long period of time, McKissick will get an opportunity. So if he can turn that into something, I mean, who knows? It might be a. a I mean, talk about a, a dark horse coming out of nowhere. But um, this running back crew is just getting just trounced with injuries, and they're just not looking good either. That line isn't helping anyone. I, this is, I don't know. It's a very strange situation in Seattle, but they're holding it together, so they'll figure something out, I'm sure. And be honest, I never even heard of J.D. McKissick until, I think, Wednesday. I think that was the first day I've ever heard of the guy. <laughs> so, I mean, he was so he was so buried on the depth chart. And if ProSize, I don't know. I, I, it's so hard. I can't even recommend anything because you don't know what, what's going to happen with it. It's just, eh, what are you going to do? It's pretty much impossible to predict what Pete Carroll's going to do with him. So it's it's same thing with the receivers. No. They are they're all over the place. That's so just tough. Some other guys. Well, how about Alvin Kamara? We've been talking him up. 
we've been saying for I mean weeks we 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 said he's the back to own in the New Orleans, and I think it's starting to come true a little bit. Yeah, I mean once again, and he you know he does it mostly through the air. Um, I mean you just have to pick one, and he, he's doing very very well at it. So he had ten catches today, which is mammoth in that offense, especially when he's supposed to be the third like back on the depth chart. But um, ten catches for seventy one yards and a touchdown. And then you add five rushes or 25 yards. He looks like the best player there. Ingram, not bad. 14 rushes for 45 yards. But I once again, Kamara is the one that's kind of showing that with that limited amount of playing time, he can do the most with it. And I think he'll keep gaining, keep gaining. And, um, you know, we, like you said, we've been saying this for last couple of weeks. And I, I think it's just one of those slow progressions. And definitely in a, in a couple more weeks, I, I don't know. I just see them. I don't see any reason why AP will be on that team. I feel like they're gonna they have to try to trade him. And with all these injuries to other teams, maybe someone will bite. I don't know. But it, Kamara, hopefully he doesn't get railroaded just because they have those other two guys that have him because he looks like the more more talented back. And he's always been productive. We looked back when we were looking at his college numbers back in what March, April. I think we were just amazed at the production he was able to do with such limited work. And he's doing that again. So what would happen if the guy was actually able to get some a full workload? I mean, he feels like he's never had that. Yeah, and yeah, and that, that's what confused us the most going into the combine. It was looking at his his numbers and being like, he was so productive. Why didn't he get more? Like we're wondering if, if it was injuries or you know what what you know have you. So this situation is kind of what he's used to. Um, It'll be very interesting if he actually does get the extra reps and see if there was any reason for that, you know, before, or if he just explodes and if, and you know, turns into the next big thing in in New Orleans. And then, how about wide receiver wise? Keenan Allen, five for one thirty eight, didn't get any touchdowns, but he's looking pretty good. Yeah, I, I wish you would find the end zone, but uh, he's not disappointing, you know, me at all. I was very talked him up a lot, and um. But the yardage is there, so I, I really do believe he's one of those guys that will eventually find his way and get a few touchdowns here and there to really, uh, you know, kind of get him up to that next level. But right now, I mean, 130 yards, I mean, what in the world can you say about that? That's that's wonderful production. At least Hunter Henry found the end zone, though. Got that got a oh, nice God, catch. Yeah, I, I, personally, I needed that. But once again, uh, he didn't get a whole lot of love. I don't know what they're doing because he looks – he just looks so much better than Antonio Gates, and they keep trying to force that guy the ball. So, yeah, Henry know. only had three targets. I, I, I don't, I don't quite get it. I really don't. I feel like he's when you watch him play, you just can tell he's you. You know he's good. I, I mean, Gates had five targets, only caught, he had for eighteen, and Henry had only two for sixteen, but the one was a touchdown. But he's better. He's a much better player at this point than Gates. They, they just need to use him. And I think I really I've been I still have been recommending playing Henry when it's there when you talk about players below him, people want to I don't even know like I'd still want to play him over Jared Cook and those kind of guys. I think he's going to be getting more and more work as the season goes on. I still believe that. I mean yeah, I I, I mean I'm sticking to my guns at this point, but I, I do too. It's, there's nothing while watching him, there's nothing that tells me that like a red flag or anything like that. I just I honestly think there's so many guys on that team vying for the positions and they've had Gates for so long that I think it's just taking a longer time for Henry to kind of pick up those extra targets and, and get into the, the swing of things with Rivers. 
And then there's really not many other wide receivers that were big this week. It wasn't as big of a week for wide receivers as it was running backs. I mean, Tyrell Williams got five for 115, mainly off one big pass, but that was good to see from him. But other than that, there's not, Michael Thomas had another good week. But nobody's really standing out right now there. Like, majorly. I'm looking through here. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a yeah, decent week for guys. Dez, 5 for 98. He's keeping himself productive even if he's not when he doesn't get a touchdown. So he's he's been steady, not maybe as great as he want, but doing something. Probably some of the disappointments this week. Uh, I could talk I just Sammy Watkins disappointed me. Very much so. One catch, 17 yards, I think it was, or something like that. Let's be honest, though. This was uh, probably the last game. They actually didn't. That was the crazy part is I, I thought they would have struggled a little more if he wasn't going to get catches. But they won 35-30. to 30. They, you know, they beat Dallas. Um, but unfortunately, this is what you're going to get when you have Watkins. And the even more unfortunate part is the next three, I believe, opponents are very good defenses. So um, I, I think... For the next stretch, he's going to struggle a little bit. But, yeah, I don't know. Goff didn't actually look that bad. I mean, twenty. I mean, he, he wasn't that efficient, but no interceptions, two touchdowns, 250 yards. Like, he, he did enough. But they're leaning on Gurley so much nowadays, even in the pass game. That's the crazy part. Gurley had seven catches for 94 yards and a touchdown. Are you kidding me? That is crazy. And then you had another 120 on, in rushing. He, he's unreal right now. He's just yeah, he is. And then with you know, I'm watching that game. I feel like Goff doesn't even look Watkins' way most plays. He's not the first read half the time. I mean, most of the time he's not the first read. It's just a weird thing to watch. And Goff gets rid of the ball pretty quickly. So if Watkins isn't the first read, he's not getting the ball. And that just seems to be what it is. Maybe that has something to do with the fact that he's. I mean, he just joined the team during preseason, so maybe that's something to do with it. Because obviously, like last yeah, week, I, when he gets the ball, he's good. Yeah, and I think it may – I mean, who knows? It may be the, the coaching staff kind of implementing more of a that the absolute West Coast offense where you're, you're pretty much giving it out to slot guys that are getting open really, really quickly. And, you know, hence why people like – people on that team, wide receivers like Cooper Cup, who had five catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown today, is because those guys are just working the middle of the field, these little things where, you know, Watkins is obviously going to get the best defender and he's on the outside – where obviously uh, Goff did not <laughs> excel last year. So I'm wondering if that is kind of like a, a hangover, if he's not quite to the point where he uses his outside receivers quite as much yet. Jeff, would you say a 12-catch, 110 yards, and one touchdown is a pretty good day? Uh, yeah, I would say that's pretty good. What about if that's what your total is for four games? Uh, that would be less so. And that's Amari Cooper's stat line for this year after four games. Amari <laughs> Cooper... <laughs> Dude, I, he has got to be – I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. He's definitely in my top three, but he has got to be the, the top three most disappointing players so far this season. I was yeah, expecting that's... him to take another jump. I didn't expect oh, him man. to completely disappear. No. And we, we talked – we knew we ranked him low for this week. We knew this was going to be a poor week, but this is even worse than I expect. Like two for nine is just I, – I don't – I know Denver's great, but they're – why, why aren't you getting four for 40 or something? You know, it's... Exactly. They too, shouldn't be able to shut you out of a game completely. And then Carr got hurt, too. And hurt, supposedly but, supposedly he's going to be back next week. But, I mean, Denver, once again, just looked... Their defense looked so, so dominant. I, I don't think I would start almost anyone against them at the moment. Like, there, there's almost always a better matchup 
uh, you know, somewhere in the waiver pickup than whoever's going against Denver. Yep. I still might try to get Cooper in a trade right now. As I feel like you might be able to get nothing at this point. You really might be able to get him for very little right now. In, I, I mean, I agree because how, I mean, how much could you actually in a trade? How much would he go for? Obviously, his name would keep him up there, so maybe a low end wide receiver two. But you should be able to trade him at almost like a wide receiver three because those are the types of numbers that he's putting up. I mean. He's not even consistent. No, at the not moment. at all. So I mean, I still the crazy thing. I might target because I think the talent's there, but I'm not going to get want to give up anything worthwhile at all for it. So that's the thing. You don't want to give up anything for him. But if you can steal him for nothing, which I don't even know if it's stealing him at this point. You're just getting him for nothing, which is what he is. <laughs> it's about. I, I I might try. I still might try it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have anything against it because, like you said, it was Denver. So you know, you take that into consideration. I don't. I mean, I don't like the way he's been playing. I don't like the way that season's been going. But you know, it's not like this is his rookie season or something. Like we've seen him succeed in the league the past couple of years with the same quarterback. So, will things get better? I can only assume so because they can't get much worse. Demarius Thomas only had one catch for eleven yards. Kind of a just, just bad game. Only sixteen points for the Broncos too. So. But Demarius yeah. on the year, it's his best game is a six for ninety-eight. He's just five for sixty-seven, six for seventy-one, six for ninety-eight, one for eleven. Might be time we start moving him down the ranks a little bit. No more top fifteen, top twenty. Maybe he's top twenty-five, top thirty at this point. I think we might have seen enough to note to drop him a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still you know good enough to get some of the yardage, but I mean, you can see kind of how Denver's going to play. They'll have a few big games offensively, but really you're going to let that defense do their thing and you're going to put Simeon in there and just make sure he doesn't turn it over, which, I mean, exactly what he did this, this game, right? So 16 for 26, 180 yards and one TD, no interceptions, and pretty much you just pound it out with Anderson. You throw in Charles a little bit, and then you just, you know, you take what the defense gives you as far as passing. So, I mean, <laughs> when you can score 16 points and get out of there with a win, you don't have to ask your your quarterback to do a whole lot. No, n- n- not at all. That defense is something. Like I'm, it's I'm gonna hesitate anybody I have going against them. It's gonna be interesting to see Kareem Hunt against them. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, whoever has a good game against Denver, I will be very impressed with. Yeah, me too. That'll be. I can't wait to see that. Then some other really big disappointments. I mean, Terry West has pretty much put himself out of fantasy fantasy relevance at this point. He had four carries for negative seven yards or so. He's I think he's pretty much done at this point. The last two weeks now combined, he has negative point one over the last two weeks. So, yeah, and yeah, and once again, Collins had a good game. So, my my guess is they're going to give him a little, you know, a few more reps going forward and see if he can, you know, reproduce this. But uh, nine rushes for eighty-two yards. Uh, you know, Buck Allen two rushes for seven yards. <laughs> the crazy part is. I, I never can understand how Baltimore doesn't score more because they throw the ball just a crap ton. I mean, Flacco had 49 attempts, 49, and he only had 235 yards with one TD and two interceptions. Just a, I just mean, a bad team right now. Jeez, oh, man. Oh, another we, – we forgot to talk about Lynch when we were talking about Oakland there. Lynch, 9 for 12. That's it, 9 carries, 12 yards, followed up last week, 6 for 18. I mean, there's two. That's two road games, though. This is Denver, but still, what we saw in that first game hasn't really happened since. So, I mean, 
he's 31 year old running back. They don't usually play too well, so maybe that's what this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to be a little safer. I thought he was going to get. Um, I thought he was going to get a few more touchdowns than what he's been doing so far. Um, obviously, I was, you know, off on that number because it's not like their their offense obviously today struggled, but before that, it, they weren't. They haven't been doing too bad. Um, and they're just kind of relying more on the pass, just getting away from it, giving him about ten, you know, rushes a game. Um, I don't know the the running back situation. You know, we preached in you know earlier in the year, especially in the draft, about how how dire of a situation that is, and how that's why we went so high on on running backs to make sure you fill those gaps. But with injuries and with people underperforming, it's getting even worse. I mean, <laughs> it's becoming extremely hard to even field two let alone maybe having one for your flex or anything like that and especially with two guys going down again today and like isaiah crowell is one of those guys that's just a just a huge disappointment for people right now yeah i mean crowell uh lynch lacy um i mean obviously david johnson gets hurt uh the vikings running back goes down today doesn't look like he's coming back it's just it's not good um, you know bell took a while to get going he did today though. Um, I mean, it, it really is. It really you mean Demarco is. Demarco Murray. I mean, he's just. Demarco Murray is another one that's been struggling, or that whole offense, I guess. Yeah, it's it, it's it's tough right now. It really is. This is just. I mean, Jay Ajayi. With we didn't talk about the Dolphins at all yet. The Dolphins' offense is is one of the worst I've seen. Uh, yeah, it looks like garbage. I mean, they, they had that one quick game, like the first game, and we thought, oh, wow, like Ajayi did well. Cutler actually looked okay. He was getting the ball to Landry. And then all of a sudden, whew, man, nothing. I mean, they can't get anything going. No. And, I mean, Ajayi ran. The, he got about four yards to carry today when he was actually getting a chance. But they just got down, and the, he doesn't have any room. I mean, Cutler, Parker is making himself respectable. But this is it's just bad. It's a bad offense and until something changes. I mean, it's hard. You're gonna probably have to play a Jai with the way the running back situation is. You can't bench him. And if you because you bench him, you're gonna miss out on the big game anyway, but it's it's tough right now. I'd, I mean you're probably still playing him, but Yeah. I mean yeah, <laughs> I exactly. You're still playing him, but it, th- I think the most worry like the biggest worry for me is the fact that they did this, they laid an egg, they scored no points against New Orleans who have been just getting just ran every single week. I mean, that defense has not been able to stop anyone. So, you know, them coming in and just not doing anything, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if that's a a one-week thing, but the way they played, it doesn't seem to be. It seems like they might be a very, very streaky team, and they definitely have some weaknesses that you can exploit. Well, all right, I think that's about it for week one, or week one, week four, jeez. I feel like I know as much as I did after week one at this point, which is nothing. Right. <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> it feels weird. I feel like usually we just know more. I mean, after week three, I started, like we talked about, I think there was some things, okay, this guy's not any good anymore. These guys are good. It just hasn't happened. And then it switches up completely. So next week, Crowell's going to run for 100 yards and a touchdown probably. You know, that's most likely what's going to happen. Gurley's going to run for 20 yards. <laughs> it's just going to get all flipped on us again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even, I mean, people that I was giving kind of a, you know, a part into, like even Palmer, uh, Carson Palmer, he had a really good matchup today and he looked like crap until the overtime where he threw a touchdown to Fitzgerald to save his, you know, week pretty much. But I mean, 
like the bad teams played good, the good teams played bad. I mean, it, it was completely upside down this week. So, I mean, you know, we, I think the only thing that you can really see, you saw a few guys come out that are playing a little better that have been progressing over the weeks, which we haven't talked about actually, but Abdullah is starting to put together some respectable numbers. Um, so that's a, a guy to kind of look for, um, increasing his, his workload in the rushing game. But, you know, you know you can count on guys like Gurley, obviously Bell, Zeke, um, and you're starting to see the wide receivers set themselves apart as well. The guys that can really get that yardage and aren't touchdown dependent are becoming more and more valuable as we go along the season because, it, you know, as you can see, quarterback situation is going to be up and down. Except for um, Antonio Brown, another a disappointing game today. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's just an unusual one. You take that, I, I really do think that's more of a, <laughs> you're never going to not play Antonio Brown. Yeah. But he is one guy that rarely, rarely disappoints. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting to, to see that happen. But even, you know, even uh, Dez and Beckham and, and AJ, AJ got another touchdown today. But all those guys, uh, you know, put up enough enough yardage to make them worthwhile, even yeah. though Dez and Beckham couldn't get into the end zone. And then, well, the final guy, forgot one guy I wanted to talk about just real quick. We never talk about kickers, but Greg Zerline, 27 points today. Oh, my God, yeah. So if you're playing against him, I'm so sorry because I hate to be, I hate to be beat by kickers and defenses. And this week definitely could, especially with the Texans as well, who scored a 19, I think. Yeah, that's just oh, un- <laughs> an interesting week. I can't wait to see now what happens tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm actually really interested in this game, Redskins and Chiefs. I, I, I just want to see Kareem Hunt now. I want to see what this guy really is. So. Attitude. I'm most I'm, interested in him. Just you know, a personal note, I hope Tyreek Hill gets nothing because I, I need him <laughs> to pretty much get three or we'll less see. in order for me to win one of my leagues. So. Three point three point you can get three point five or less, so thirty five yards or less. That stupid touchdown to Fitzgerald. I, it, no one cares, it's mine, but I, I the Fitzgerald touchdown just screwed me. I, oh. I hate that OT so <laughs> well, much. We're talking about, I need Kelsey to outscore Chiefs defense by six point eight. So cheer for that. There we go. There we go. We got some stuff to talk about tomorrow or watch tomorrow. But all right, we'll be back on Tuesday with some waivers, and I actually think we have some waivers this week. It's going to be a much more yes. interesting list. Yes, very much. This is it's time to uh, to turn that turn that dial up and, and definitely get these waivers guys going. And I, I finally have some guys that I, I really want to try to trade for as well. So we can talk about that and trying to get that that team ready for the playoff push. Yep. All right, we'll talk to you guys Tuesday.